Good morning, Patriots, and welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Smith, and today we're going to talk about what's on everyone's mind, what's constantly be brought up on the news every day and in every way. It's the culture wars. It's 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 the constant bombardment of the lessening of values, the de-evolution of everyday uh, things where we grew up as Gen Xers. If you're a Gen Xer like me, uh, you grew up in a place that made you tough. You had to be. You, you, your mom and dad were tougher on you and you were better for it. You knew, though, the values of family. You knew the values of hard work. You knew what it meant to accomplish something and to stand on your own two feet. Things weren't done for you. It was not easy. And you're a better person for it. And now what we're seeing today are those values, those ethics, and that integrity that you were brought up to to hold dear to. You were made to hold dear to it. It was what was constantly pushed from every side, from both political parties. And so there was no uh, right-left paradigm at that point. And now what you're seeing is the the, evo- the evolution of that. Absolutely, 1,000%. We're seeing it in the, the most impoverished areas uh, really, really deal with this issue the worst. But before I get in too far, let me bring on my co-host today, Jerry. Jerry, how are you, sir? Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be with you, Eddie. So, as you heard when I when when I when I uh, opened the show up, we're we're going to be talking a bit about the differences in uh, our value system and the culture and the sickness that permeates the culture in the United States right now. Um, it, you know, it, it's like the idea of these children, uh, even not just children, they're mental midgets, but they're they're definitely uh, they're not the the brand the same brand of of people born in the fifties sixties and seventies they they're just not um, you know they they are easily led they're very naive um, they are um, you know let's say if if I were to ask you how many genders are there without missing a beat or knee jerk reaction there too right but this this answer to this generation is divisive this that that answer for to this generation is um is that sex is malleable and and that it, it you are what you think you are versus what you really are or what your chromosomes say um and it, it not just that it's it's you know the 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 entire pendulum of what is right and what is wrong what is good what is bad what is evil so there's all of those things and now anymore today what what I notice is that all of these things for some reason in our culture have became relative but when we were growing up they weren't relative they were not subjective they were what they were what grandma said they were that's what they were <laughs> we we didn't make up our own rules and we damn sure cared enough about our families and the legacies uh, of our families and our surnames to want to not bring shame on our parents, or we wanted to, we wanted to reflect kindly on the, uh, on our families and on that legacy and make it even better. Um, today, a kid, I believe has no problem whatsoever um, unplugging your oxygen machine to charge their cell phone. Um, this is, <laughs> this is truly also, what I think we interrupt. millennials. We interrupt. 
this broadcast for a very important message. Jerry Vegas is now officially identifying as Mr. Cockadoodledoo, a male hen. And you must address me as. Also, do not object to my ability to lay a bunch of eggs, okay? So, I mean, Jerry, this is, this is, I mean, obviously, it, on its face, absolutely back-ass works, right? Upside down, inside out, and, and everything. So, when we, when we ask a kid today, right, without, if the kid is not led, if the kid is not told different, indoctrinated differently, these answers are knee-jerk reactions. The problem and how we know it's indoctrination and how we know it's grooming uh, or why we why we think that let's let's play let's play the social media word game why we think that so now I can post this. Let me get one um, more thing in. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember in the eighties and nineties the word was "Don't homeschool your kids; they're going to turn out weird." Well, the ones that are not homeschooled right now are all identifying as barnyard animals. <laughs> so uh, I believe I believe that you. Uh, you brought up a, a young man um, that that uh, that he did, he did a rap song or something to that effect where um, he was talking about this. And what a cool! I, I posted it on, on my page. Um, I had to. I mean, you, when I saw it, I was absolutely enamored by it, and uh, I, I wish I knew old. his name. I wish I knew his name. He was a, yeah, he was eleven old. years old. And uh, essentially bragged Susie, about the fact that he was homeschooled. If you're a Susie, you can't be a Scott. Oh, yeah. man. Yep. It's great. Yeah. He's talking about the long nails. You know, that yep. they're only going to be for your presence in hell. Oh, man. He's got, he's got yeah. God at the epicenter of his heart. And he's got a so, spine. Which is unfortunately so, something way too many people don't have anymore. It's a spine. And and I recently I recently had um, this discussion in in house uh, in family. We're doing reaction videos with my grandson, and we were reacting to a Tom McDonald song. Nothing nothing uh, for normal people that would have been uh, divisive or uh, politically charged or motivated. Uh, but some people, and, and I'll. I have no problem saying it. Some people thought that's just what it was, even though it was perfectly normal. Even though it was perfectly normal, what what I noticed, what I mean, socially, what I noticed is that now, because even though it's perfectly normal, just because you state your opinion on it, all of a sudden it's divisive because you've openly take, openly made an opinion about it. And then when you stifle people from making those open opinions about it, what you're really doing is cowtailing to the left who wants you to be quiet. And then what are you doing as a result is just being quiet. You don't want to say anything because you don't want to ruffle feathers. It was the same reason why they got mad at Jason Aldean making that song, Try That in a Small Town. Oh, he's encouraging violence. No, he's not. He's calling out criminals. And you thought it was encouraging violence because he said something bad about the criminals. So now you want to back up and be a, you're so afraid of the damn criminals that you're, you're afraid to call them out on their BS because you might piss them off. Or is that what you're telling me? So this is, this is how I feel about people. And, and they're really, uh, their, their fear, uh, uh, uh that, that, that kind of stifles their, their, their forward trajectory. And, keeps them sitting on the fence and when you're sitting on the fence 
You're not helping anybody. In fact, I call fence riders and people uh, that don't vote, that don't get involved and, and try to stay neutral uh, a part of the problem. They're no different than the people doing it. They're absolutely 1,000% the same. They're no cultural different. Cultural Marxism, cultural Marxism, don't get it twisted, chaos and confusion by design, trying to indoctrinate people and way too many people are falling for it to place the assignment of value of sensitivity above sensibility, which should be completely inverted because it's sensibility over sensitivity. That's right. That's right. So what I'm going to do is, is since we're talking about cultures today, I'm going to start with a clip that is pretty normal. And, and, and this is a clip of an Asian household. Now, in this clip, I'm going to play the daughter uh, had previously gotten a 1510 on her SATs. And now she got in a 1590 on her SATs. And she's giving this news to her father. Now, I've been in many of Asian households. I have many Asian people in my family. And this is truly the culture from East to West Coast the culture that I encounter in Asian homes and take a look. I think it speaks for itself as to people wonder why do Asians have the most money in the United States? Why are they, why are they, why, you know, all these things, why? Well, let's take a look. Why? Let's see where they place their value. Values prevail. Yeah, they, traditional they, values are emphasized sensibility over sensitivity, which is a complete success story, counteracting cultural Marxism, which does not have any success story in the history of all societies. Find one. Liberals, look, call us. Call us. Tell us an example of a successful cultural Marxism society. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you there. Take a look. Better than 1510? Yeah. You did better than 1510? That's what I was expecting. But still, 1510 is so good. And you did better? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's not like she got like a... All right, hit me. 1590. No way! No way! Are you kidding me? You're not kidding me! So, you see where, you see where their value is. You see exactly what, what, this, what they place value on. That was it right there. And and those kids wanted nothing more than to make dad proud. That's what they wanted. But I guarantee you in that household, there were strict rules. There were values. There were guidelines. There were borders. There was structure. And I bet nobody, I bet nobody. And there's no marches. There's no barnyard animal identification or one of the 67 gender delusions. Mm -hmm. Is it still at 67? I thought it was much uh, It might be more. It might be more now. They might have just discovered some more. You know, maybe there's some Pluto and some Saturn and some Venus and some, I, you know. I, I don't you know. know. Do, do you let's, remember let's that? Let's take a look at another. Let's take a look at another video real quick. Oh, yeah. Let, let's pull up another one. So here's a video of a guy in the. Um, what? They're they're in a train st setting, so I assume this is like New York. They're in the subway, and this guy losing his mind. Black guy, but in his thirties, it looks like ish, uh, just off the deep end. Um, and here's an innocent 
bystander and they don't care. They have no, the people who act like this, the people that do this kind of stuff in public, which is happening all too more often, like often, like every day, constantly. And, and these people are not being held to account because people are making excuses for them. But let's take a look at what he does and we'll talk about it. And here's the thing, right? Um, he pushed that woman head headlong into a train. There have been people pushed onto the tracks. There have been all this is not new. And this it's happening like constantly. There's there are clips all over Twitter where kids are getting beat up in school. And it's mainly it's mainly a, a, a young white child getting beaten up by a group of black kids. This is what's all over Twitter. And 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 and, and but they they really don't want us to say that. Because the moment that I say that I made it a racial issue, it's not a racial issue. The problem with it is that in the inner city, it's this. Because I grew up in the inner city. Let me break this down for you. My first shooting I saw when I was about 12. My first gang fight I saw when I was approximately 8 or 9. But I can remember. Um, and and I, I saw people get beat beyond recognition. I've gone out of the back way out of my school because something so bad was going to happen that the school literally closed down early and let us go out the back and up the train tracks to keep us safe. My sister found multiple dead bodies. I grew up in Baltimore city. Um, and to the, by the time I got into my teens, I was completely numb to this stuff. I was completely numb. I watched one of my best friends get shot point blank range twice with a handgun. And it, I didn't know at that time, I had no idea um, that those stigma, those things that affected me, how they truly affected me. Because in the moment, I would tell you I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. But I didn't realize that I wasn't. And it wasn't until upwards of 10 years later that I started dealing with a lot of those issues. And then this is when in, in, in going to people to finally get some of this stuff out that I didn't even know was there. Um, I realized that, you know, when you are, when you are exposed to certain type of uh, stimuli at an age, uh, like a, a traumatic situation, um, what happens is, is your young mind stays stuck at that age range where you are. You could be 12, 13, 14, you, no matter what age you are, the moment that you're traumatized beyond norm, beyond the norm, beyond what normal people should encounter every day, uh, seeing a life taken, seeing someone beaten just mercilessly, th those things affect you. And what happens is you can either register them as normal and then become part of the the issue or you. But in that in which case your your growth is stunted mentally and emotionally. In these inner city areas, these kids are exposed to things that most people are not exposed to unless they've been to war. And so they're, they're not growing up. They're not growing emotionally. They're not growing to, uh, they're not reaching maturity uh, in some cases at all. They go through their entire lifetime, adulthood, old age, everything else. Uh, completely still affected by the things that they saw or took part in as a young boy or young woman. And this is the reason why you see these kids able to go out and hurt another child, regardless of race. It doesn't matter. This is just what's shown on X. 
but this is the reason why they're able to do this and they don't feel anything when they do it. They don't, they don't see the, the innocent life. They don't feel the pain that they're causing someone else uh, by inflicting that kind of harm on, on them. So, I mean, let's, let's just take, I'll show you another Corey, one. Corey, come down here, Corey. This is in Baltimore City, where I'm from. What are they doing? Oh my God, why are you doing this to the sky? So, as you see, there's the white kids. Oh my God. The white kid. What the? And there they go. And they're just oh my God. Roman candles that bombarding him. Yeah. Oh, Roman candles. Look at this bullshit right here. So, this is the norm. This is what's going on across our country. Across our country. But the thing is, is that the stigma placed on it keeps you and I from being able to speak out against it at all or say what we just saw. Because the moment we say, look, that little white kid was attacked by six, seven other little black kids and we raise an issue about it, it we get the whataboutism out of people instead of, hey, let's figure out how to fix this. How do we stop this? This is a human problem. It's not a race issue. It's only a race issue because you're being controlled by other people who tell you it's a race issue. So the social construct is implanted in your brain and your militant surroundings tell you that's what it is. So you're taking your frustrations out on someone for no reason at all. But the fact that you're trapped inside of this delusion that your surroundings told you was true, that's not true. And this is the res and the result of that is the racial conflict that we see across this country. But that culture does not belong to one race. That culture it, it permeates the entirety of the United States landscape. And it goes white, black, Hispanic, Asian, all the way across. I mean, in different numbers, of course, uh, across the population of each race, but yet it's still there. And I have many people in my family who are actually that actually very much belong to that culture, very much belong to that culture. And they're as white as the driven snow. So it, it, it's not until I think that racially, uh, um, we, or culturally, we can look in the mirror and say, hey, look at that. Um, I don't believe that's right. And I think that my people or, you know, should, should maybe look in the mirror as well and address it. So we need to police our own on some level because these are... Um, you know, I almost want to say it's like prison politics, but on the streets, right? Well, the and, and, because it is. Factor, the next contributing factor for these escalations is the bystander effect. Mm -hmm. We need to bring back and lobby for the Good Samaritan law. If you are such yeah. a dirtbag that you go ahead and just whip out your camera to film it and put it on World Star Hip Hop or something like that. You don't come to the aid of that poor defenseless child or you egg it on in any way, shape or form. You mm -hmm. are just as guilty as those committing those heinous crimes against anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But now what the, the culture flipped from that because that used to be a law. Now in Maryland, where I'm from, in that same city that I just explained to you, that is the, that was the law. There's a there's a bystander law, a good Samaritan law. And if you see someone getting robbed, if you see someone getting beaten or hurt and you don't try to intervene and call the police or try to uh, uh, get aid to that person in some way, shape or form, you will also be charged 
uh, in the crime. And that's the way it used to be. But now uh, we live in a selfish society where people look out for themselves. They don't care about their neighbor. They don't care about their community. Hell, they don't even care about their own families. They care about themselves. When they live their entire life uh, in a selfish, motivated uh, sort of way. And, 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 and they, they don't share your values. They don't have the ethics that you have. And when you try to tell them what's right, wrong, or true, or false, they say, well, that's your truth. <laughs> that's that's your truth. There's- who, are, who are the hottest places in hell reserved for? The people in uh, times of moral crisis that try to maintain neutrality. And that's the quote from Dante that I that I live by. And these people right here that 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 want to try to, you know, bury their head in their sands and, you know, hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil kind of a way. And then think that uh, admonishes them from any type of guilt in the situation. No, I have very big news for you. You are complacent. Uh, uh, yes, but your complacency uh, is also gives you uh, uh, makes you culpable. Absolutely, it makes you culpable. You you are as just as guilty by your inaction uh, as other people are by their action. So let's go ahead and, and throw another clip up here, Jerry. I got a million of them, but I'm just going to play a few to kind of try to highlight um, some of what uh, what we're what we're talking about here. So here's here's another one back east. Uh, you see people get beaten um, more and more often. This is the thing in the inner city, and and it's spinning out of control. And there they go in in the store. What? Just just no. Okay, I thought they were gonna go in the store. Not our gypsy. They're just all beaten up on one one guy. But this is going on every damn day. This is not like we've seen this happen. I've seen this happen in my lifetime. But it, it wasn't every day. We, we You didn't have mass shootings uh, constantly. We just had a mass shooting here uh, in Las Vegas a few days ago. And uh, uh, by by a guy who didn't get a job, you know, how dare them not hire him. And then he goes and takes it out on the students because they gave him bad reviews. Right, they, the student body gave him bad reviews and in, in, in teaching his uh, uh, planning class or something like that. Right, he did something similar to what I do for a living, and um, as a result, it, he goes over there with with, with a gun, and they're innocent children. We we know students that were there. We have friends that have their kids there. We immediately got in contact with, uh, you know, one of the closest uh, 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 girls that were at the college that we knew was one that, you know, was over my house so much. So, I mean, she's family and uh, she was, they were in line at a, at a, uh, at a truck trying to get some food when they heard the gunshots just going off, you know, what they, you know, in the moment they thought they were everywhere because, you know, they, they couldn't tell. They just, heard all these constant shots. So she took off across uh, Maryland Parkway into a neighborhood um, and where her dad drove his vehicle down there and got her out of there, you know, like any parent would. Um, but th- this type of scene, these, these types of things, are, I mean, we've had two mass shootings in less than a year take place from the trans community, one in Nashville and one in Pennsylvania. 
uh, and six kids between those two shootings uh, lost their lives as a result of the fact that we're not calling sickness what it is. Um, and now they're putting batteries in the back of these people by basically, you know, to me, it's, it's a question of values, right? So we have, you have your values. I have mine. I'm sure we have some that are, we don't share it and we don't have in common. Everyone does. But when we step out our front doors into the rest of the world, we have to have certain values societally that we share in order to have a cohesive society, a functional one. And one of the, and yeah, exactly. And one of the, one of the, one of the main ones was like, okay, that little symbol on that bathroom meant that's for girls. Like that's literally for females. And that one meant for guys. And if you were in uh, uh, Australia, that's Sheila's and that's, you know, they have their own terminology for it, but it's still the same. It's still the same. But the idea is that, you know, when they start telling people you think you are, so you are, uh, whatever it is that you want to be, um, you know, it, it it's a dangerous precedent because what it does is it makes other people have to overlook their own values, societal values, ones that we all shared, and they're allowing the tail to wag the dog. They're making this community out to be much larger than it really is. And by the way, they're indoctrinating kids at such a young age within the school system. They're trying to grow this community to be much larger than it really is. So right and now it's at the less from than their parents. And yes, and hide it from the parents. Specific instructions to hide it from their parents. And it gets worse than that. I just did a show um, and, and, and I'll, I'll actually bring up a portion of the clip here. Uh, but it, it was on the uh, AB665 and NY213. Uh, NY, uh, uh, and w- what it was about very simply was, uh, it, you know, basically government, government mandated or state sponsored kidnapping, right? They have these bills in California and they have these bills in uh, 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 New York in which people have dubbed them the uh, uh, oh here what's what's going on here people uh, custom file all files all right there it is so they dubbed them the uh, uh, kidnapping bill and uh, and I'll give you just a clip from one of them you'll be very surprised the national Listen. implications that this California legislation could have on other states well right now in California we have uh, already passed a legislation that allows a similar to similar kidnapping protection legislation that um, allows uh, a kidnapper say from California to go to to Texas go to another state say to a family in, in Dallas uh, and to be able they could kidnap that child and take that child to California without the parents knowing the legal guardian guardian knowing and that kidnapper, under California law, will be protected from any criminal prosecution for the kidnapping um, if it can be shown that the reason they kidnapped the child was to enable the child to undergo a gender uh, transformation, to, to become a transgender, to, change, to quote unquote change their gender. 
So that's that is uh, that's what's going on. That is just a small snippet of what Assembly Bill six six five does. So literally, these people are. So if you have a twelve year old that can go to school, that twelve year old can go to a school counselor and say, "Hey, I am uh, a trans, and I don't think my family would like it very much, and they won't let me express express myself or be who I am or whatever." Essentially, at that point. That child can be taken from its parents without the parents' knowledge. Parents may not even know the kid is having these questions. Um, and the counselor can put them into a residential home, uh, all backed by the state of California. And so it's legal that this happened, and these parents have no rights in the matter. So this is why they are dubbing it the kidnapping Eddie, bill. I want to put it in less optimistic and more realistic terms. You just alluded to if the child brings it up. In a lot of times, that's not even organic. A 12-year-old has no reference no. of mind for that kind of quest. It's one I'm of those agreement. Marxist counselors that are getting dark money from somewhere to put those ideas into a small child, and then it yeah. gets fueled, and then it gets fueled. And by the yeah. way, may I point out as well, if the natural birth of gender does not affirm Gender, how does butchering it affirm gender? It makes no sense. And by the way, in that context, I also want to call every single doctor. I don't know. If, I don't care if it's a doctor or a nurse. If you want to touch my six to 12 year old's genitalia, you're a pedophile, just like any other pedophile, because your little medical excuse is completely off the charts. And it is no way or shape or form associated with anything that's sensible, traditional, or Christian value. No, it's like Dr. Frankenstein level, uh, 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 what was it, Joseph Mangala uh, style uh, practicing medicine, really. Um, it, it, and, and we, I I've see these. I see these constantly, uh, these uh, uh, debates over puberty blockers and these sort of things. Anyone who watched the uh, What is a Woman from Matt Walsh should absolutely have their eyes open. There are a lot of people in, in there was a, there was one specific guy in that movie. Um, or it was a it was a woman who transitioned because the woman she was with thought, you know, they'd be more accepted in society if the, the other woman was a man. So she goes through all this and it comes to find out that the, the damage done by taking certain medication uh, is irreversible. Her lifetime, her life expectancy has been shortened um, and, and, and in a, a lot more analytical detail than I can espouse on this issue. But the one thing that they did bring up was the fact that Sweden was the most forward thinking, forward thinking country on these types of issues. And Sweden has already banned too. But it, it, Sweden has already banned uh, these puberty blockers, and because the damage that they do cannot be reversed. These these if you're if you're a young, let's say you're a young woman, prior to puberty, you take these, and you're 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 not allowed. Your body does is is held back from going through its natural processes of you know the the estrogen going into the bloodstream growing your breast and your ovaries uh you know, all the things that happen to a young woman go, in, coming into womanhood 
and 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 if that's stifled, that doesn't that never again happens uh, properly. So you you once you pass that time for that to happen, uh, just something just doesn't happen naturally that would have if things were left to their natural processes. So and these kids can't have children later. They can't. Uh, a lot of things happen to them, um, and it, they can't be undone. And Here's a stunning statistic, and it's an actual statistic. 80-plus percent of these children in polled, they, they've got the data to back this up. If left alone, regret it. Regret they all regret it. it and change by the time they get out of high school. Naturally. And I urge any parents that are still on the fence on this subject or expecting parents, research very simply what the suicide rate is of those little kids now 40 percent i mean wow well doesn't that work well for the favor of the democide genocide contingent yeah 40 percent. so that that's another reason why i like to uh another reason why i refer to it the way that I do is, is, you know, it's child abuse because if you know my child is going through a mental health crisis and you know that 40% of the people that go through this particular mental health crisis uh, commit suicide and you keep that information from me, I'm going to sue your pants off. There's, you're going to have a problem. So, uh, just a lot of lawsuits. Yeah. And I think these kids that are now turning 18 and somebody butchered them and they were whatever age once they turn 18 everything changes and of course they realize what the heck is going on miss johnson talked me little johnny into becoming little jill or, or vice versa on some fake utopian little uh, uh fake wisdom are you kidding me that is insanity man and, and here, here's something else that's insane and not to change the subject because it goes right along with what we're talking about as far as american culture but this is a video of what happened in fresno california they are doing a flag ceremony not for the united states flag this is on federal property right is this this is a <laughs> this is what we're looking at but watch what they're watch what they're doing Or excuse me, it's a city council. City of Fresno is unloading the equipment right now for the flag raising ceremony of the Palestine flag, which is sponsored by city council member Miguel Arias. Wow. So, yeah, Miguel Arias is trash. Um, this guy, and, and, I, and I thought about this, and, and I know that it, it, it hits some good people. And it, at the same time, it hits some bad people. But I'm going to say it anyway. I do not believe that people should come here from another country. And when they get here, be able to get roles that allow them to shape the laws that are created in this country to make it look more like the country they came from. I think that you should, when you come here, you should have at least two generations to be able to to have someone that can run for, and, and people, well, you're taking rights away from someone who was legally born here. And it's not about their person's feelings. And, and I'll say what I'm saying because I, I believe it. But here's the thing. If you get someone who is fresh from a communist country, North Korea, whatever, right? Um, and, and they have a child, they're going to raise that kid exactly like the culture they left because that's all they know. 
But that kid is going to be exposed. The one that was born here is going to be exposed to American culture. So they're going to raise their kids slightly more uh, in, in line with American culture, American uh, values in the next generation. So I would say it's not about the feelings of the people that I'm talking about. It's not give a damn about the feelings. It's about the safety of the, in, 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 in the preservation of American, the American way of life and the American culture. That's what has to be at risk. That's what has to be protected. That's what has to be put on the forefront here. Not their damn feelings. And, and that's all too often, like you said, sensibilities. What was it? What was the terminology? Sensitivities over sensibilities. Sensibility, sensibility over sensitivity all day yes. long. Sensibility over sensitivity. So, the, I mean, this and is, this way, is, me, yeah, go ahead. Let me put it in perspective real quick. Eddie, you and I, we like ourselves some country music. Now, is it possible for you and I to go to Somalia or Denmark, all right, and take over city council meetings and saying, hey, from now on is only going to be country music. Now, I know it's not exactly the same because country music is actually a whole pretty much exactly the same. I understand. And say, can we dictate terms? Can we go to Somalia or Denmark, take over city council and, and blast country music and say nothing else? This is all, all we playing. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, 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 you know, get mad at people in another country because they don't speak your language, but you're in their country. <laughs> this is yeah th this is this is on its face obvious right i'm just talk talking about from my perspective if i went to france right let's say i went to france i get to france and i'm trying to order dinner do i get mad at the waiter because he can't understand english and i can't order dinner or do i realize that shit this is really more on me than it is on him i'm in his country it i would feel pretty arrogant to, to say that it's the waiter's fault that he doesn't speak the language of my country when I'm in his. I, I just, I would feel like that's completely an arrogant uh, point of view or perspective to take <laughs> completely. Now, uh, Jerry, I got some more, but I, I, I want to show you this. Um, and I just, cause it doesn't get, it doesn't get shown too often. These types of things do not get, uh, you know, in, in the forefront of the media, they like to 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 uh, 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 bury these types of stories because there was a false flag. There was a false flag averted just recently, and I'm going to show you the entire video clip of that false flag. Now, you'll already know because I believe you'll get it. I believe you'll get exactly what would have happened if this person hadn't been caught doing this. But I want I want to hear your perspective. So I'm not going to give you no more clues. But here it is. Here it goes. Watch. What are you What are you doing? What are you doing? Now let, let me tell you no, real that's quick. Gasoline. That is Martin Luther King Jr.'s birth home. That is a black woman throwing gasoline on it. I ain't going to say nothing else. I'll let it play out. Hold on. Was it uh, some type of direction? Couple of undercover cops caught her. Like this is what you needed to do. Okay, Cherokee War Chief. What on the earth does it have to do with an MLK? Same mentality. Okay. And that's why he's putting you in a position in which you can Where still the breathe. They're on their way. But you're, uh, nobody's, nobody's trying to 
hurt you. We just want to make sure the house, nothing happens to it. And yeah, we are just, yeah. Are, are you comfortable, young lady? Looking at this print. Okay, as long as you can breathe and you're comfortable, we're good. No, it's it, the police are on their way. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So here, let me let me pull this down now. So you witnessed a black woman throwing gasoline on the birth home of Martin Luther King Jr. There just happened to be, thank God, a couple of undercover officers walking down the street. Because if that home would have burned down. There's no way in hell they would have thought a black woman did it. You know where this was going. You know exactly where this was going. That would have been uh, 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 fuel on the fire for exactly what these militants want. I say there is no way in hell this woman decided out of nowhere, sitting in her living room one day watching TV, um, that oh, it's a good idea to go do this. There is no way in hell this wasn't part of a bigger plan, that she wasn't thinking like this. I'm going to start the fire. These people will get the blame, and this will happen as a result, and this is what my intended, what the intended consequences are. This is what I wanted. Now the question is, who are you doing it for? What groups do you belong to? Who are you chatting with? What is your, what is your, what is, uh, your social media feed look like? What do you know? You understand what I'm saying? We need to find out who's behind this and what groups uh, may have led her or paid her or or maybe manipulated her. I don't know what her mental or emotional state is uh, in order and, to get her to do this. And what explanations she has ready as a script? I can already run them down. Number one, I was a victim. Number two, I didn't know. Number three, I thought there was water in here. Number four, you have no you're, you're, idea. Number three was right. Number three what? was right. She tried to use that excuse about it not being gasoline. You're absolutely right there. That one came out. She tried to say that it wasn't gasoline. True story. Look, you, you have no idea how big. This actor. I thought this was only staged. Did you did you see how quiet she was? You notice she wasn't trying to talk her way out of it. Like really, like she wasn't fighting back hard. She she was like, like damn, they got me, more or less. She was being absolutely. She was being the 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 perfect prisoner at that point. She knew exactly what to do. Shut the hell up. Shut up. And there's prepped. no she way, no way you shut up like that when you're doing something on your own accord. You you don't shut you don't lay down quiet like that. Why you're getting arrested for getting ready to burn down an American icon's home, it, it, one that one that set the stage for the civil rights movement, one whose home if that home would have burned down, God knows the ramifications of that across our country would have been the very next day. Uh, what and more Antifa BLM riots across the country before anything would have happened. Um, far right, alt right groups would have been blamed. Next thing you know, the Proud Boys would have done it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> just, but you you understand. 
Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and microwave radiation. From Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries, this will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code PATRIOT and save 10%. Are you sure they didn't report it in the news as um, uh, Irish immigrant uh, tries to set fire, you know, and try to yeah. do some deep fake adjustment? Yeah, I, to... I, I think maybe she was a white supremacist. That's what I think. <laughs> maybe she was a white supremacist, you know. Uh, maybe she's with, uh, 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 what's his face, uh, Ben Ben Shapiro, uh, you know, because he, he's a Nazi, according to the left. So, yeah, it's it's amazing to me. Now, and just in conclusion, let's take a look at just a few more clips because um, this one here, Jerry, I want to play because I believe that this is what's coming for America. I talk about this all the time. I talk about the pendulum swinging so far to the left that it swings back to the right and goes even further right. And this uh, just this back and forth is like a canoe. You rock it hard to the left, you rock it hard. So eventually the canoe flips over. And I believe, I believe that when the canoe turns the next time at the end of this election year, if we actually get to have an election, um, I, I don't know. I mean, people bring this up and, um, but they're right in, in, in doing so and thinking so, because uh, we're on the brink of so many different encounters that, could just pop off any second right now as we're talking um, that could uh, definitely give the current president who is, you know, he's just an upstanding guy who just loves American values. Um, the ability, the, uh, the right to put off elections just like Zelensky did right now. Right. So um, <laughs> democratic Zelensky, right. We need to keep funding that democracy in Ukraine, the one that shuts reporters up and, the one that doesn't allow you to worship God, right? Oh. Unless they did, tell you, you how you to do it. That? Did you see Roseanne Barr's interview with Piers Morgan? She torched him because she's actually from the Ukraine. She spoke about it. I've been telling all my friends. I'm like, you can go online. Maybe some of it has been scrubbed. But at the largest malls there, there's actual swastikas. They actually have Nazi insignias on their uniforms for the Azov Battalion, which is considered the premier uh, one. The uh, House of Representatives, as recent as 2014, condemned the country of Ukraine as a Nazi country, which now has been completely flipped upside down. And our president recently, as I understand it, was trying to blackmail the American people and say, if we do not cough up a hundred billion dollars for Ukraine, that he will send soldiers to their death against Russia. Yeah, well, oh, they're, they're already doing that. 
they're already doing that. If you just saw the interview with Tucker Carlson, there's an American, uh, 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 an American uh, uh, a journalist in the Ukraine that is in Ukrainian prison who is sending out, uh, do, doing these lives and releasing these videos saying he's near the border of Hungary. He's about five kilometers away. They've already arrested him once. And if they find him again, they're going to put him in labor camps where he most certainly will die. And the Biden administration and all these guys know that this uh, journalist has been arrested and that he's in Ukrainian prisons. Uh, and, and they don't seem to give a damn. Um, they this haven't. You haven't seen all over again. Benghazi, 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 all over again. And of course, it might be the same guy pulling the strings. But here, here's 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 what I believe is going to happen. Here's I this is exactly what I believe is going to happen if things are left to their natural processes. This is what we'll do, and I will substitute Argentina's new president with Donald Trump. But this is exactly what it will look like. I am extremely happy for the people of Argentina. By the way, he said something to the effect of, uh, I am the lion roaming the corridor. Don't get in my way. We will turn all this around. Something to that effect. So the, 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 uh, yeah, he's, he's singing like their national anthem or something like that. Right. But this is exactly the stage the way that I would set it for a Trump uh, a presidency, right? To, I, I can completely see him stepping out on a balcony somewhere and the world just erupting and, and, and people singing our national anthem. I mean, remember when the J6 choir over prison phones were all singing the national anthem and it went to number one on iTunes? Like they couldn't stop it. Donald Trump and the J6 choir took number one on iTunes for downloads. Oh, my goodness. Because people are starved for real patriotism, not this off-brand patriotism. You know, the one where the, the, the left constantly tries to tell you, oh, real patriots don't call themselves patriots. And, oh, yeah, he's such a patriot. And, and they try to redefine what American values are. They try to redefine what American history was. They, they I put a post on uh, uh, X the other day that went just absolutely bananas over the fact that uh, these people were inside of, uh, I don't know what state building they were in. They were all locked arms. It was a pro-Palestinian rally. And, and basically, I said, I have no compassion for these anti-American racists trying to act like they are in there fighting racism. It makes no sense to me. They, I mean, it, it, and it, the post just went bananas. And, and, and then, you have the, then you have the trolls. What, what's an anti-American racist? I don't understand. <laughs> trying to get you to step on yourself. And, and this is what trolls do. But they knew exactly what I meant. You know, Israel's fate and America's fate are closely tied together. And if we don't have Israel as an American ally in the Middle East, um, what I mean, the, people don't realize how necessary that is. In that entire region, we have one that solid ally. I mean, real solid ally, and that's Israel. And we definitely uh, cannot go soft on Israel in their time of need. We need to be there to back them up. Unfortunately, though, 
I don't think Israel needs our help right now. Israel needs us to get the hell out of the way and let them do what they are going to do. And they can do it just fine. And they've proven they can do it just fine. Um, they can try uh, all the propaganda uh, that they want, but Israel is going to go through and they are going to, they are going to get every last person, uh, every last Hamas guy that they can find. And they're going to rid the land of the people that are constantly firing rockets over their borders like any other normal country would do. But don't blame the fact that children are dying in the streets on people that are trying to fight a war when the terrorists are hiding behind children. Don't don't do that. And and then, you know, as, as a guy on the right, I can tell you I absolutely feel every life lost uh, that is a child, no matter they be Palestinian or Israeli. I have no problem saying that, but they, meaning the Palestinian people as well as Hamas, I don't hear them saying the same about Israel. I don't hear them uh, 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 talking down on the fact that the Hamas uh, army was raping uh, women as an act of war or or the fact that, you know, the, the woman that was drugged through the streets, the young woman uh, that was drugged through the streets with her bones broken, dead body was spit on and mistreated. Those weren't Hamas soldiers who did that. Those were the Palestinian people, just like the same Palestinian people that were clapping hands and cheering along after 9-11 and the buildings fell. So when people try to say innocent Palestinians, um, I believe that there are some, but don't label that as a Palestinian people as a whole. And let's not forget, and this is just something that obviously this brings to the surface because of this whole conflict's going on. But did you know that the Palestinian people turned down statehood seven times? Seven times. They don't have a country because they keep saying they don't have a country. They're saying they're occupied. They're saying all these things when it's not true. Israel abandoned the Gaza Strip in 2005, but they refused to come to the negotiating table. They refused to, to sit down and have any type of a two-party solution where they recognize Israel's right to exist. So they brought this shit on themselves. Let, let, let me interject here real quick uh, to demonstrate the vast difference between the number 45 president and the number 46. All right, so Eddie, quick quiz. How many hostages did number 45 release? Do you remember? Get released. It was 58. 58 yeah, during his number. administration. How much did he pay to get None. those released? Big zero. Fat zeros. Last six presidents. How many wars? 26. Zero from number 45. That's why they hate him. They need the war mongering machine to be perpetuated in order for the people to fear, fear, fear. And that's why the Bible has in it, do not fear 365 times. Now, number 46, $6 billion promise over a couple of hostages. It mm -hmm. just Oh, it's selective it's hostages. Now we, we don't care about the American journalist, the American journalist that's sitting in prison. He can continue to sit there. We're not going to acknowledge him because he doesn't put out the narrative that we like. He doesn't put out the pro Ukrainian narrative. We and, like, so we're not even going to acknowledge and, his existence. And let's fight real hard for the seven foot Brittany Griner that I'm sure is up a logical female all the way. There's no red flags there whatsoever. But Paul mm -hmm. Ryan, who they actually tried to throw in as part of the trade. No, 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 no. We don't want that. No, we are not a patriotic regime anymore. Yeah. 
should yeah. make it's every sad. Patriots blood boil and don't quit feeling so helpless. Quit feeling so helpless. Little dialogue, little uh, uh, proactivity, little tuning into podcasts, tuning your own podcast, uh, writing some things down, some donations were to call to to worthy causes you can do something quit 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 acting so helpless feeling so helpless and feeling like it's all just inevitable no inevitable is nothing everything is possible in god and like hebrews 11 11 says just because a mere man cannot do something doesn't mean god cannot subscribe to the god channel tune in Pray to divine source and you will find the guidance that you need to have your eyes opened and the wool pulled away from your eyes. So in conclusion, I want to say this. We talked about some things that we we pointed out the difference culturally. uh, And the reason I say culturally, because the left wants us to believe that it's racially when in fact it's not. It's culturally and culture doesn't have a color. Um, we're going to, we talk about the de-evolution of American values and the de-evolution of American values means the, uh, the, the attempt by the left to rid society, schools in general, everything from God and any perspective that anyone would have on God while pushing secular thought, which in itself is its own religion. Um, so they, they want you to worship God, excuse me, government and not God. And that's, that's their agenda. So, and a lot of times I mean, I have to sit back. I mean, today I listened to a conversation with, uh, uh, Andrew Tate, Alex Jones, Elon Musk, uh, general Mike Flynn, uh, who we had the opportunity to meet and speak with, uh, just a ton of these guys. They were all in one conversation, a Vivek Ramaswamy was in this conversation on, on an X spaces. And it just blew my mind. The, 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 the amount of thinkers that we had in one place at one time blows all these other talk shows completely out of the water. I mean, any type of a news thing, any type of a town hall. I mean, you had the thinkers all in one spot, the, the, the real influencers uh, and decision makers all in one place at one time on one chat. It was amazing. But the thing is, is you have to realize that that wouldn't have taken place if the left had its way because Elon Musk wouldn't own t- Twitter. And, and then you would never have the ability to have uh, an opposing viewpoint. Uh, you wouldn't have the ability to exercise your First Amendment because what did the left call the First Amendment during the pandemic? They called it murder. Am I I getting that wrong? Because that was what I heard. I heard that anybody who said that mass didn't work, that this, all that was murder. That was tantamount to murder. That was exactly the way that they looked at it. That speech is murder. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's, That's more dangerous than anything. Kicking the president off Twitter is dangerous. How in the hell did the ex president's wife, Michelle Obama, right, Uh, have the kind of necessary influence and tentacles into Twitter that she could then use to have them banned. Because that's where the call to shut down Trump's account came from. It came from Michelle Obama. That was what we found out, thank God, to Elon Musk opening up uh, the Twitter files and and having Matt Taibbi come in and expose exactly what the uh, Mockingbird media was doing. 
And it doesn't stop at Twitter because if they did it at Twitter, they did it at Google, they're doing it at Facebook, they're doing it everywhere, NBC, ABC, CBS, and the likes, everywhere. That's just the one that we investigated. If we went in, if we had the full access to these other news organizations, you'd find the same damn thing. There's no way that you have all of these ex-government officials that go on to be uh, uh, news anchors and all these political analysts and all these things, and they're not helping steer the uh, uh, the you know the they're they're not helping to guide the direction of whatever news network they have and using whatever uh, uh, you know sway they have inside the government to make things happen, not happen, hide things. You you understand what I'm saying? So they appear to be different, but we know they're all saying the same thing. We know they repeat the same words in the same phrase in the same way with the same elocution because they all have the same script. And we wonder why they have the same script. Well, because they're being directed by the same people is what it actually seems like to be to me. All right. I have a quick thought to jump in here. These are literally the times where you find out who are the people that would have nailed Jesus Christ to the cross with the excuse of, well, just for taking a paycheck, just doing my job uh, for the greater good, just following orders. Same thing as the Nazis, just following orders, just for taking a paycheck. What can I do? You will actually find out who those people are. And if there's any of you out there on the fence that are being blackmailed, having your paycheck blackmailed over participating in cultural Marxism, I have news for you. History will not reflect upon you kindly and neither will your Akashic records and self-memory. Go ahead and dig up some Nazi Gestapo SS Stasi family trees that are not still reeling from the embarrassment of being associated to those who participated in those heinous crimes because they felt they had to. No, you don't have to. Take a knee. Walk away. You will survive. But your spirit and soul will not survive if you participate. That's what I can tell you. And more and more lately in the news, and I, I didn't realize it. And I mean, I did, but I didn't at the same time. I was in in this way, uh, I was manipulated, and I see it when it comes to uh, someone like Julian Assange, right? And and I heard someone in in an interview not long ago. I think it, it, it they were even talking about uh, it was a Roseanne Barr thing, and and I believe uh, she brought it up in, in one interview, and Carlson brought it up in. in Here's a guy who's in prison for telling the truth. He committed no crime. There's no crime. He told on other people who were breaking the law. And as a result, Mike Pompeo tried to have the guy murdered. What? Here's the difference. I'm willing to say what Mike Pompeo did, right? That's on the record. It's, It's not... It's not, it's not like, yeah, exactly. Right. So people would say, why would, why would a right wing guy, why would a Christian conservative guy uh, turn around and say something ill of Mike Pompeo? Well, because we police our own right and wrong have to mean more than right and left. That's to me, the difference between the left and the right paradigm. We are willing to say 
you know what? You can have Liz Cheney. You can have Paul Ryan. You can have Mitt, Mitt Romney. Romney. You can Mitt have Romney, Mitch McConnell. Uh, Mitch you can McConnell, have you can have you can have all day long Kevin McCarthy. You can have you can have the likes of them because we see them for who they are. Chris Christie, take him too. Um, take them all. And, and the reason you why is because we on. know we know what our values are. We know why our party is what it is, what it's supposed to be. So when you come in and you're an actor, you may get but so far, but we we will see you for who you are. And when we do, believe me, you're not winning your next election. You're not going to win your next election. And all of this false narrative that the media is pushing out right now, trying to make Nikki Haley look good. I don't know if they think anyone's actually falling for that shit, but nobody's falling for Nikki Haley being the next president of the United States. And I know the military industrial complex would love a Nikki Haley presidency, but it's not going to happen. Nikki Haley, if Nikki Haley became president, you know what the first memorial we would have to build? And this is the memorial for the former First Amendment of the United States. Rest in peace. But this this false narrative that 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 she's the front runner somehow and she's she's up next and all this kind of thing trying to trying to build the momentum for her the press even, even said so in the view now this is this tells you this is to me is an indicator of deep state initiative the girls on the view like her how is that what are you telling me joy behar and in 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 Whoopi Goldberg and I don't know all their damn names but come on they have never liked anyone on the right for anything at all but all of a sudden they're taken up for Nikki Haley they're, they 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 well, don't like Vivek Ramaswamy what I hear through the grapevine I don't have any details yet and I can neither confirm or deny its truth but what I hear through the grapevine is that there is a billionaire closely affiliated with Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, that Mm -hmm. is funneling massive amount of money into the dead end. That's called bird brain. So if I understand it right, anyway, we already know that this lady was damn near broke. Revivic told the story on the debate stage, right? Standing right next to her. And then she goes and she starts lobbying for um, the war machine. And next thing you know, she's a millionaire. And now she's running for president. Offense. And these other people backing. Has there ever been a politician that has lobbied for offense military complex? That is just absolutely absurd. And let me give you a quick trivia. Hey, Eddie, who is the person that went on record saying the following. Oh, so um, so you think President Trump is one of the greatest presidents ever. So would you ever even consider running against him? Oh, absolutely not. President Trump is the greatest. And no, I would never even think of such a thing. Who Didn't would Nikki Haley her tell say that? Nikki Haley said that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just Nikki like another false money, prophet, uh, money DeSantis. DeSantis is sponsored by the corrupt pedophile uh, org called uh, uh, the, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the name, Lincoln Project, the Lincoln Project, you know. Oh, you mean the same Lincoln Project that got caught, that got caught talking uh, uh, to to young kids on the internet 
and trying to entice them with with campaign money. That Lincoln Project oh, are they still God. around? And, and are they still pictures are, coming out of? I, I apparently so because they're sponsoring DeSantis, who apparently now you know can't deny really? he's also a. A, a a dress dresser and apparently as i understand it uh when he was a teacher was getting his underage uh, uh high school students uh drunk and blistered but of course you don't hear about that and what you also don't hear about is that he was sinking and i love that vivek pointed it out he was sinking DeSantis was sinking by 17 percent in his gubernatorial race mm -hmm. until Big brother, Trump. DJT, pulled him out of the muck. And within 48 hours, he was winning by a landslide. That is the epitome of biting the hand that feeds you, bro. I would that's, trust that's the you biggest as thing as I could throw a pebble. That's exactly right. And that's, that's the thing that kills me. Because even they know they're not stupid. A DeSantis-Trump ticket would have been undefeatable. But this is another... This is another indication that there are deep state tentacles, at least it appears to be, at work behind the scenes saying, screw that, you can be the man right now. Why would you want to be number two when you could be number one? And what we'll do is we'll rig the system, media, everybody in between, and we'll make him look like absolute garbage. And we'll build you up. And then you, you'll hey, see sooner or later they'll break. A, let's do a deep state reality show. There's always two tactics, one or two tactics they have. Let's call it deep state riddle today. Is it the carrot or is it the stick? Carrot right. or stick? It's that simple, people. Quit falling for it. When things mm -hmm. don't make sense, slow down, reflect, analyze, and use linear logic, people. Linear logic, sensibility over sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it makes absolutely no sense when you know you're a shoe-in for victory for you to take another path intentionally, throw the guy under the bus that made you who you are, made you. He made you. The only reason you have the fame that you have, that you have the officer position you have, is because this guy made you. And then you turn around and stab him in the back. And then you expect us to believe that you're going to be loyal to the American people? When you couldn't even be loyal to the guy who made you, you could have been his number two for four years and then the president for eight more after. And it would have been an unbeatable ticket. Can you imagine? This is this is the way it would have played out if he was actually a good guy. It would have been Trump DeSantis, unbeatable. Right? They knew that. And then maybe what? DeSantis, Matt Gates, maybe, hopefully? You know, it could have been anybody. Could have been any America first uh, uh, a member on the right, and they would have wiped the floor. They would have because anyone that comes in right now after Biden, anyone who comes in and does anything near right to fix the economy, to fix what's going on in the streets, and to fix our laws, and to get rid of these DAs, and to do all of these things that would absolutely fix the things that we see that are wrong right now that he's encouraging fix our border crisis. Um, I don't think that real American people, this is why they lost 25% of the minority vote in the black community. They are now all polling for Trump right now. And the reason, that's why they're importing new voters. 
This is why they're allowing people to pour over our border the way that they are, because they know their days are numbered. And if they can just import enough people from third world countries that don't mind eating the impossible meat and they don't mind having whatever the government, little piddly things the government will give them, they'll they'll take those things and they'll be happy with them because where they come from, it's a lot worse. The average American won't. The irony is that those socialists arriving from socialist countries even those are like up because they're like, hold on a second. We didn't want to come to America and help turn it socialist. We wanted to come to America to get away from socialism. And by the way, how ironic is it if the that all a bunch of the leaders that you know are suspected to be elected rather than selected are the most hated ones? How is Macron in France the most hated leader? But oh, he got all those votes. How is Justin Castro Jr. up in Canada the most hated leader? And that is a pattern, pattern, pattern. Well, that that is the pattern because right now what? Trump is beating him by damn near 20 points if they held the election today. Trump hasn't participated in one debate, not one. And he's won. He's polling in way big, like 40 plus percent over every Republican incumbent. I think it's over 50. I think it's over 50. Is it over 50? I was trying to be nice. I didn't want to be. But (laughs) there's no. I don't think there's a single candidate that even has double digits. That's how absurd it is. And this I last Republican debate, this last Republican debate apparently dropped off another- The Vivek show? And it's by far the most record low of anything viewed. It is but just absolutely- if, if I could give that whole last debate, that, that debate, if I were to give it a title, would be the Vivek Ramaswamy show. Because Vivek yeah. wiped yeah, the yeah. stage with those people. Vivek was the oh, only reason that, that that debate was worth watching to me at all. If he wasn't on that stage, I mean, what what would they be doing there? I mean, what everybody else is just a, an echo chamber of the same ideas. And no one else on that stage differs ideologically, and they're all backed by the same people. As a matter of fact, any one of them three, whether it be Chris Crispy, uh, Vivek, I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Nikki Haley or DeSantis, any one of those three would be acceptable to the establishment. That's what they want. They want an establishment candidate, somebody who won't question, someone they can control. They want a deep state crony, and they can get it with either any three of those. Something real quick here. Hey, Eddie. So uh, Chris Christie, 8% approval ratings, which means 92% uh, disapproval ratings. And now Biden is just having no approval ratings. But the great thing about the MSM is now their psychological operations are escalating so far, which is truly a staggering new unprecedented level of idiocracy. Now they're actually trying to convince the American people, oh, the polls say that, but let us explain to you how to actually read it. We don't need no help deciphering a a, a 92% disapproval rating. What are you going to tell us something about the square root of that and Pythagoras uh, triangular? This is what uh, the left does. What? You're going to put in the moon landing? Okay. All right. Thank you for the explanation. This is what the left does. They they always go, no, see, what that really means is, no, it, it means exactly what it says. No, 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 you don't understand. There, there, there are things behind right. this. And we don't things. understand. We don't no, understand. It, 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 it's, it's, sorry, bud, you're, I, I'm not falling for your tactics. 
uh, it, it means exactly what it says. You're trying to butcher a first and second greatest gender, and we don't understand. As a comedian, I say, when I was a first grader, I didn't trust myself not to make a mug sandwich and eat it. Hey, you well, want to machine gun so I can go into war? You want to finance my mansion purchase? You want to put me in a Ferrari as a six-year-old? Can I get a tattoo? Oh, no, that's too permanent. Oh, by butchering, my gender is not. Yeah, we are yeah. the ones that need help deciphering. Thanks, Libs. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're 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 a thousand percent right. You're you're a thousand percent right. But I say it all the time and I use this I use this example. They don't want us charging anybody uh with any giving anyone certain people serious time if they do commit crimes because they say below the age of 25, your brain is not fully formed. So these same people, these DAs across the country are not actually enforcing the law. Well, they're selectively enforcing the law, let's put it that way. Um but they constantly use this as the excuse for people that commit heinous crimes that are less than the age of 25. While at the same time, forcing people that are, you know, kids, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, um, to be able to get gender affirmation care, even at the, well, even at the uh, behest of their, said that wrong, but you understand, even if their parents don't want them to get it, they're, they're still going to get it. A even if their parents disagree, if their parents protest, if their parents go to court, it doesn't matter. They have state laws in place that allow uh, these types of care to be taken from the parents. And then, you know, the, the, the rights are given to the kids by the state and the parents are cut out of the picture. I mean, there's another one, NY213. NY213 was put in place just recently by Letitia James, who actually took it to appeals court. It was already beaten. She took it to appeals court and had NY213 repealed because, uh, well, I can't say because why, but here's the result. The result is, is if they believe that you should be quarantined and it's not qualified by you uh, taking a test and being positive for whatever it is or anything like that, they can come to your house. They don't have to tell you why they don't have to tell you how long you're going to be quarantined. So there's no, there's no criteria that you have to meet in order to be held uh, in this quarantine. And there's also no criteria saying where you have to be held so they can house you wherever they deem fit. Th this called NY213 and it passed it's law and it's crazy. It's nuts to put, imagine this, right? So Donald Trump, obviously, or, or let's say a pain in the ass right-wing podcaster keeps saying things that they don't like. Well, okay. I think he has uh, XYZ and, and he's pushing uh, dangerous propaganda that would make people not wear masks or do blah, 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 whatever they, they may say. And as a result, you know, uh, the, the medical community who doesn't have the ability or the right, the Department of Health does not have uh, uh, doesn't hold office to the point where they can set law. They're allowing these people to determine who should be and who should not be quarantined based on whatever qualifying criteria they deem fit at the time, because it's not qualified in the law itself. So they can just show up at your home, take you to a quarantine facility and keep you there for an indeterminate amount of time because you don't agree with them politically. Now that may not be the reason they write down. That may not be the reason they say in whatever document, but it's still the reason. And because it's not qualified and there's no criteria you have to meet in order to be put in that situation, um, they don't 
they're not breaking a law by doing it because they never they never set criteria for them to break. They just kind of left it open-ended so they can apply it whenever, whoever, however they want to for however long they want to. This is this is dangerous. This is absolutely dangerous, but the American people see this. They see it. Yep. If they, they think that they don't see it, they're crazy. Hey, uh, this is satire, by the way. Uh, rumor has it that... Uh, Alt libs are going to reinvent the uh, game show uh, Wheel of Fortune into Wheel of Blind Insanity. Okay, which blind insanity narrative are we going to follow today? And you know what? The interesting thing is, you know, it's backfiring on them so badly. Why? Yeah. Because people are leaving in droves the yeah. most alt the walk away areas New York, the walk away movement california etc cetera, etc cetera. there's a redistribution of actual congressional uh uh votes uh, the the amount of uh electoral votes that uh, states are going to get and apparently florida and texas are going to have a a huge uptick uh once the redistribution is done which actually i'd like to check on uh but you know you can see the evidence you can see the evidence that even gay people do not support this grooming nope. uh, stuff you know they, they, they're coming out as they talk about them like they're a monolithic community jerry and it happens a lot it happens they, they they talk about these people as if they all think the same thing and they all feel the same way when that is absolutely not the case and it, 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 so, you know, for, for me, I'm, I'm a Christian. I have my values and I have the things that I will participate in and uh, I will hold dear because of my belief system. I'm not going to force you to believe or think like I do. So there are people that I'm friends with that are not Christian, but they know that there are certain things that they will do that I can't participate in. And that's where we have to part ways. So, I mean, the ability to agree to disagree and, and true tolerance needs to be uh, returned to the forefront of American culture so that we can all sit around our Thanksgiving Day tables and share experiences with each other and hatred not be the outcome of doing that, but maybe just a disagreement and the fact that we all understand that even though we disagree, we want the best for each other. We just understand things that we see differently instead of today putting our head in the sand covering our eyes, putting our finger in our ears and saying, la, 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 because we don't want to hear it uh, and being willfully ignorant. But that's all the time we got for the sensibility. day. Um, sensibility over sensitivity. Pass it on. That's sensibility right. Sensibility right. over sensitivity. Pass that's it right. on. You heard it here first on the Patriots Prayer Podcast. Sensibility over sensitivity. And we won't have these problems. And as usual... The silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer. You guys have a great My day. My people of this country and we're under attack. They banned us, they canceled us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back.